0: Cast. Cast, cast, cast. I hope you're feeling nice and warm. Hope you've wrapped up because this is a very Ooh. special wrap up for series two. of Yes. Potter and doctor who cast who um, I'm David and look with me as always to thick and thin is
1: hello. I'm Michelle. I have no funny comment for this uh, wrap up. I'm very excited for us to talk about series two
0: of Doctor yes. Who. But first there are two things I want to talk about. Um, yes. One one we teased last week and one we've unfortunately been teasing the entire <laughs> the entire one. So I want to talk about hot, Coward right. Hotspot first. Right. So coward, do you want to explain what Coward Hotspot is? or um, want, Coward yeah.
1: Hotspot is an anagram of Potter Who cast because yeah, so, Torch Torchwood, Torchwood is, is an anagram yeah. of Doctor Who. <laughs>
0: So we spent we we brainstormed this over the course. Of, I think ten minutes, like two months ago, maybe a month ago, and we both said, "Okay, yeah, that'll be our that'll be our fun running thing." And then Shada happened, and we were like, "Oh, we could probably do Shada as well." Um, but Shada happened by virtue of recording schedule. Shada happened with one episode left to record, so we <laughs> kind of looked at there. Shada. Shada. Shada, Shada, The other thing I want to talk about. Before we get going, going is in the shadow. <laughs> you, you, I will be going to shadow because you will have no doubt heard a lot of technical issues throughout this run. Uh, part mostly my voice going like this for two seconds and then going back to normal. Um, we record over Discord. Um, Discord's been plaguing me this, la- this last two months, um, with that issue and other things. So, like, there's nothing really I can do about that. Hopefully it will be fixed for uh, next time. If it isn't, then you get, I'll sound deeper. Look, I've always had to think about my voice, so if I sound deeper, that's cool. Um, but now that that's out of the way we can get to the meat. You know, that was, like, the shell. That was, like, a lobster shell. We've cracked the shell open. You know, uh, we've got rid of the shell. It's time for the, the nice, nice meat inside. Um, I want to do rankings first. And I wanna Ooh. do the rankings. I do the rankings from least favorite to favorite, because I have a feeling if I do from favorite to least favourite, it's, it's not gonna have the same impact. No, go ahead. I mean. You go first. Uh, you're gonna be surprised. Okay. You'll be surprised too. So there's eleven episodes in this mm-hmm. ranking. Well well, there's more than eleven episodes, but I put the We two paired up together. the two parters. Yeah. So coming in number eleven is Tooth and Claw. Werewolves more like no thank you. Uh, do we
1: want to do yours and then you say your number 11, then I say my yes. number 11? Can I okay. say as
0: well? I, mean, I meant to say this before I started this as well. My okay. whole thing about series two, um, I think I said on Tooth and Claw, is that I wanted to come into this and see if I could learn to like series two. Because I've never liked series two. I've always had to be very kind of whatever as a series. Um, and long and short of it is, I kind of respect it more now. I kind of enjoy it more now than series one but with a lot of caveats.
1: I, I agree with you. I, I didn't come in here thinking I want to learn to not hate. I said I want to learn why this is the series I have the least memories of, and I think I know why now. I think for a fact yeah. I do know why this is the series I have the least memories of. Um, we talked about this in the URF episode, but a lot of the episodes in this season, they were either great, like fantastic fun episodes, or they were like... A six, where you feel you felt like if they had just put it in the oven for like maybe a couple more hours, it would have been crispy and nice to perfection. Or in the case of like the <laughs> two episodes I'm thinking of, Drek. <laughs> no, actually, just one episode I think of is absolute Drek. The other ones I would say are squarely in the five to six mark, which is not bad. Like, I would not look at a lot of the season and say this is a bad season, I would say this is a
0: This is an okay season, you know. Yeah. Um, Speaking of okay, so coming in at number eleven for me, and then we'll do your number eleven is Tooth and Claw. Um, Very kind of middle of the road. uh, Whatever you want, whatever you need of it. Um, Not really my favorite. uh, Not really my least favorite, but it has has, has to be a, a last place, and it's Tooth and Claw for me. My last
1: place is.
0: Fear Her. Ooh. Um, mm.
1: Fear Her just does not work on any conceivable level of that things can work. Um, mm. And what you said in the episode for Fear Her, the whole like, it's a story you would tell your kids. I love that. I admired that very much. Number 11 for me. I just I just didn't like that. was the only time in this entire season where I saw that episode. And I was like, I get it. Why people hate
0: this. Hmm. Well, I disagree, but we'll see. Anyway, number 10 is New Earth. Coming in number 10 rather than number 11 because the brain meat expired. And that gets to number 10 for me.
2: Wow. But, our list is not going to yeah. match
0: at all, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, they definitely won't. Trust me. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, it's, as we said before, it's just, it's, it's, you, the, it's like a cloud you talk about for long enough and it bursts and then you have nothing ready to talk about it anymore. And that's that's new earth. Okay,
1: my number ten, and I should say that from this moment on, from number ten to about number four, these are all episodes where it's like they're okay. If they, if, if I had to rewatch an episode from series two, I would probably pick from one of these. The only one I would not pick is fear her. Like I'm not interested in rewatching that anytime soon. My number ten is the idiot's lantern. Um. Mm. This, the 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 sci-fi 1950 sucker in me likes a lot about this episode, but rewatching it after our episode where <laughs> I watched the wrong episode, but rewatching it, I was like, there's really not a lot of meat in this bone, you
0: know, not a lot to offer. Yeah, my number nine is the idiot's lantern. Oh, um, okay. and I would agree with everything you said. It's it's just kind of it's it's, it's whatever. It's an episode of Doctor Who. I had to leave early during, um, but yeah.
1: My number nine is Rise of Cyberman, Age of Steel. Ooh. (laughs) We talked about it, but I feel like Rise of Cyberman, Age of Steel is one of those like, you could have put this a couple more days into the oven, and it would have come out just crisp and perfect, but you didn't, and that's okay, I understand, television's difficult, I'm not complaining about this, I I appreciate what they did, and there's a lot to love about it, Uh, but ultimately, it goes number nine for me.
0: Hmm. Well, number eight for me, speaking of Cybermen, is Army of Ghosts Doomsday. Um, Oh, we said that last week. It's it's fair. It's very kind of it's it's like Jenga It falls apart very quickly. Right. If you if you pull the wrong thing and they pull the wrong thing a lot, it's kind of it falls apart into a big mess and never really reconstitutes itself into a into a solid. But yeah.
1: Yeah, so my number eight, and starting from this moment, I started uh ranking them based on like the more moments that I see an episode had that I liked, the higher it went on the ranking. Because I feel like quality-wise, all these episodes are sort of hovering around the same area, but some of them have more standout moments, and that's why my number eight is Tooth and Claw because mm. I think the stuff with uh the Doctor and Rose learning uh, becoming so adjusted to the life of traveling in space that they don't care about the danger anymore. That stuff is really great, and it set up, sets up the Torchwood arc perfectly to the point where I almost wished Tooth and Claw was the first episode of the season, right? Yeah, because Because you want to establish Torchwood, people would have been like, what is Torchwood? And then you, see, you keep seeing that pop up, and you know that it's because of the Doctor and Rose that these people have appeared.
0: Mm. My number seven is... The impossible. Holy shit. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just one of those ones where it's like this interesting stuff going on, but it's it's not my favorite, it's not my least favourite. Let me road, tell you let me
1: tell you what sunk yeah. what sunk uh this episode for me. It's the ood that sunk it for me. Because the ood are a very cool idea that the show is not interested at the moment in exploring this idea that humans have a slave race in the future. Mm. And eventually they do. They do explore that in the future series 4, but right now they don't. And so having the ood there just kind of become background um you know, back background yeah. fodder. Yeah. That's kind of it's kind of like that. To me I'm a yeah. little bit like that.
0: Yeah. Uh my number 6 is Love and Monsters. Um it's something that I've been thinking about since recording the episode um, it it's it's fine it's not it's not the best it's not the worst it's it's middle of the road as, as the last one was um, and it's you know it, it does interesting stuff but it kind of doesn't really successfully pull it off fully but it still pulls it off somewhat okay
1: all right number six is new earth for me Oh Michelle. Uh, we talked about New Earth. We talked about how... I feel like the funny stuff in that episode works a lot. But like we said in that episode, it feels like a joke I missed the beginning of. Like, I wish there was just a little bit more setup, But I appreciate a lot of what it's doing. And so I put it on six.
0: Hmm. Uh, number five for me, uh, Ring Ring Goes the Bell, it's school reunion. Um, interesting episode. Uh, some great moments. Uh, great villains. It's not, it, it's, it's on like the cusp of good to very good for of me. Greatness? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I'm going to get crucified. Number five, Army of Ghosts Doomsday. Um, mm-hmm. I think Army of Ghosts and Doomsday have some of the best cliffhangers in Doctor Who history. Uh, the cliffhanger for Army of Ghosts is generally amazing. And the cliffhanger for Doomsday, not the what, 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 the whole like going to the beach stuff. That's great, too. By the way, I I have I've been watching this series with a housemate who's never seen Doctor Who. And he saw maybe six episodes of series two. And he to- looked at me and said, boy, this doctor sure likes to say sorry. Sorry a lot. Huh? And I was like, yeah, that's his thing. He's really sorry. He's
0: sorry. He's so sorry. He's sorry.
1: I'm sorry. You're <laughs> so sorry. You're going to Shada. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: speaking of going to Shada, number four. Rise of the Cybermen, Age of Steel. Okay. Um, I think it just does some interesting stuff. Obviously, it wasn't there to be on the episode. Um, so I watched it again afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Um, right. Yeah. N- not my favorite, but interesting enough. Cool. Number four, The Christmas Invasion.
1: Um, starting here, these are all episodes with uh, rising degrees of greatness. So from this point forward every episode I mention is great and I can feel David making a face behind his microphone. <laughs> um Christmas Invasion is great. It's a lot of fun. It's a but I don't think it's a good introduction to the 10th Doctor because he spends most of the episode sleeping. And I still think that the 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 questions raised in this episode regarding Harriet Jones the answers the episode provides it felt like the answers need a little bit of investigating in the part of like, like, what are you trying to say, show about this, like. Yeah. But but over overall, like, it's if I have to rewatch a, a series two episode, I I might pop this one up on you know.
0: I would agree. That it needs investigating. But it needs to be investigated by the Hague for war crimes. War crimes. You're right. Yeah. Yes. Well, what what three, is your number three? Number three. Um, I hope you're wrapped up nice and warm because there's a girl in the fireplace. and it's at number okay. three. Okay. Um. Thinking about this one, why well, I still don't think. What? Well, 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 I think, as I said before, the the, the kind of under under The kind of the way the romance plays out is intentional. Even if it's you know a bit kind of flash in the pan, kind of on un- whatever. Um, but I I like it. I like it. Um, not one of my not my top, not my top two, but in my top three. Cool. David. My number three is Love and Monsters. will cool. <laughs>
1: Um, my uh, here's why, and I was not in the Love and Monsters episode. I think until the 35 minute mark, Love and Monsters is one of the best episodes of Doctor Who that's ever been made. I think I can tell you exactly the point where it starts being a good episode, and that's the point where the Absorbaloff comes out. Um, but up until then, it is legitimately one of the funniest, most int- in- intriguing, most engaging episodes of Doctor Who ever made. Once the Absorbaloff shows up, that all goes out the hill. But I cannot ignore that those first 30, 35 minutes had me like just absolutely I was a kid again watching that. And that's why I'm putting love and, if I could, I would put the first thirty-five minutes of Love and Monsters in number three, and then I would I would actually put it higher. And then I would put the last ten to fifteen minutes of Love and Monsters at number eleven.
0: Okay, so this, this one's going to give away what my number one spot is. And I think you probably already guessed what it is. So number two for me is The Christmas Invasion. Oh, God,
1: David. <laughs> no, please um, tell me
0: you're not going to do this. Christmas Invasion, I think, is a lot of fun. I do agree that it kind of silences the Doctor for a bit too much. But the, like, the Rose stuff and the Harry Jones stuff is pretty solid, pretty strong. Pretty good I episode. mean,
1: look, I'm sorry, let's just get this over with. My number two is Girl in the Fireplace. Whatever, you guys all know yeah. what, what I feel about that.
0: All right, go, David, say it. <laughs> my number one favorite episode of series two with a bullet is Fear Her. Oh, fuck Unimpe- you. Unimpeachable, great episode, a uh, lot of fun. Really? Lot, are Are you serious yeah. right now? I'm serious. I'm being serious. I, love I put
1: her. Love and Monsters <laughs> in three, and even I felt like I had to like explain why it's on three. And you're just coming at me being like, yeah, Chloe Weber, fantastic villain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great, it's fun, it's great. No, it's great David, episode. stop! Stop. It's a great episode. I'm 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 being serious. I mean genuine, it's a great episode of Doctor Who. You know, it, it's it's one I implore everyone to rewatch because it is genuinely good.
1: What the fuck good. are you talking about? It's great. It's so it's no so good. God,
0: what the hell are you talking <laughs> look, there, about? There were look, it, it has its weaknesses, it has its drawbacks, but we all have them. It, you know we can't all be good episodes of Doctor Who, but we can be very good ones, and that's what Fear is. What's your number one? My number one is School Reunion.
1: Um, it's a great episode to get you hooked in Doctor Who. I'm genuinely disappointed in you.
0: <laughs> uh, well, time to get him more disappointed. If we're going to our a fan cast. All right. We're only doing, we're only doing the tenth Doctor now because it was easier. Just, just do the tenth Doctor. Right, because doing. <laughs> Fucking Billy Piper was impossible Which yeah. <laughs> we were we already we already recast her last last season anyway. Yeah. Um, so Aiden Gillen was my pick last time. He quits after one series. Um, he wants to go and do some more rules where he he kind of goes like, um, Doctor Pavel comes up early for him, so he says, "I'm going to do that instead." Um, so, so David Tennant obviously came in because he would worked with Russell Davis on Casanova in the past. So they knew each other. So I said, okay, who else has he worked with in the past who could maybe be a good doctor? So my first, I have two picks. My first pick is Charlie Hunnam. He goes back to the queers folk well, and he says, okay, Charlie, it's your time. And Charlie Hunnam says, all right, ta, right, I'll go, I'll go. And he becomes a doctor for a couple of years. Um, my other pick is another person he worked with before. Who he goes to, and he says, "Listen, this role's come up. You know about the show by now because it's been a, a big hit. We need someone to replace uh, Aiden Gillen. Will he do it? And having worked them before, Christopher Eccleston i 'I'll do it.' Oh I'll, my I'll God! Do their role. <laughs> Holy Eccleston shit!
1: <laughs> <off>. <laughs> what a twist! I did not see that coming. Holy shit! Wow, that is a that is a wild pitch, though." That is a really wild pitch. I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about it. Hold on, I'm thinking about it. And I and the more I think about it, the more I like it, but the more I think, fuck, damn. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, fuck, David. <laughs> <laughs> I'm generally like, hmm, Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, so. Okay, I'll, but in this version, does Christopher Elk- Eccleston, um, does he stay for a series?
0: D- what he stays does he plays for? Yeah, he plays as in like well, he plays a Doctor. Well, but but the, but does he decent. play it
1: like he would play the Knife Doctor?
0: He, I would in my head, Ingillen plays it more like he kind of plays it a bit of a, a ten and a nine. I think Eccleston plays it as a kind of you know when he when he got to the, the comedic stuff as nine. I think that's the way he plays it. Right. No, the 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 Nick Briggs hello, but as a as a an actual Eccleston hello. Um, I will say, as perfect as Fear Her is with Eccleston in there, I think it gets. With Eccleston and Fear
1: Her, honestly, (laughs) I actually if you if you put Eccleston in Fear Her, I actually we should start doing that more though. Like take stories that don't work with certain doctors and put other doctors. You know who else I think would work a lot on Fear Her? Thirteen.
0: I think 13 would work really well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think yeah. I think her style of being like kind of like really emotional and really getting up close to people and being really like, like, I get what you're going through. I always think my favorite 13 moment to this day is in Demons of the Punjab when she goes into the alien ship and she finds out that it's like a, bur- a burial ship. And she immediately, without saying anything, she just adopts the, the, the same like respectful position that the alien is doing which I think is such a nice moment. Like That's my favorite 13 moment. I think 13 would work really mm-hmm. well in uh, Fear Her.
0: What about Tom Baker? Oh. Tom Baker, you are going to beat you <laughs> to the... Chloe
2: um, Weber, you're call. going to Shada. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to Shada. You're going to
0: Shada.
1: Go to Shada now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
1: if Tom Baker was in any, any Eccleston or attendant story, he would just send them to Shada. Cassandra, go to Shada. <laughs> The empty child, go look for your mommy in Shada Shada. <laughs> Shada, um, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, man. That's a good one. Congratulations, I, I got, I got a, mm-hmm. I got a, I got to like, I got to give it to you. Who do you have? All right. Okay. Um, as always, it's going gotta make something very clear so everybody knows. I am not uh, what you would call well-versed in the world of American television. I'm sorry. I wish I was, but I'm not. Uh, So a lot of these picks are people who kind of had a little bit of crossover success with America, and I apologize for that. I have... uh, Let me cut it down here a little bit. Two, three, four, five. I have six picks. Ooh. Okay, my first pick is Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller, who I know mostly from uh, Elementary, where he played Sherlock Holmes, and Sherlock Holmes and Doctor are characters that have a lot of similarities. But the thing about Johnny Lee Miller is that he's in this movie called Dark Shadows. That's not a really good movie, but he's kind yeah. of funny, Dark Shadows, and yeah. I feel like I feel like he could do the ten, do, ten, tenth Doctor mannerisms. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I guess. He, yeah, just that whole movie kind of swallows everyone up and kind of refuses right. to let them do anything. So, to.
1: This is, it's kind of my pick. It's a little bit of like I need to watch more of his stuff, but I feel like from what I know from Elementary and Dark Shadows and a little bit of uh, Hackers, I feel like he's got the energy to attempt Doctor. My next one, and this is where I start diverting. Like I imagine that after, maybe Russell T. Davies is like, after the roughness of... Christopher Eccleston, I want to go with somebody more smooth, you know, more of a gentleman, more of a cool guy. So he goes for Reese Ifans, Ooh. Who, who was in, uh, I know him from the fucking Harry Potter movies, and as Dr. Dr. Kurt Connors in The Amazing Spider-Man. But anyway, I, I've, I've seen him in a couple of movies, and I feel like he would be more of a gentleman doctor, more of a like, hello, Rose, like, I'm the doctor. Like, he would be all posh and all that. My next one is, so Russell, he, Eccleston is like, I gotta go. And Russell's like, fuck, we need somebody big because if we don't get somebody big, then the show is going to get canceled again. And so he picks Dominic Monaghan. Ooh. So in this universe, Dominic Monaghan did not cost. lost, but he did do Lord of the Rings. And so he picks Dominic Monaghan. And I imagine him playing the 10th Doctor as more of a, like a squirrely character. Not as confident as he is. I kind of see him going more into the eleventh doctor territory, of that like incredibly awkward person. You know, mm. see him a little bit more. All right, and here we go into the wackadoodle insane picks. Only one of these is British. My first one from the non from the wackadoodle picks is Carl Urban. Oh, now I think Carl Urban, based on his portrayal of dr mccoy in the star trek reboot movies he would make a very like war scarred doctor in my head if they didn't want to cast an old guy for the war doctor carl orbit would be a really good war doctor you know what i'm saying yeah. like he would be just like this like battle scarred guy who's like completely given up on everything i feel like he's got that like oh that drama what do you make a great temp doctor? I think it would be a completely different tenth doctor. And I feel like a lot of what makes a temp doctor work is that the knife doctor was the guy who grieved and then the 10th doctor is the guy who evolved past that. He like he 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 started growing past his um, his grief. Sorry, I swallowed something. All right, you're
0: starting you're starting to kind of go in and out, by the way, but it's 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 not like Oh, I can hear what you're saying it's, just, it's, it's, it's going in a little bit
1: uh, Here's my next one And this one is insane I found, out about, I found out that he worked With Russell T Davies And I don't know him from acting roles I know him from panel roles
2: mm.
1: And I think it's absolutely insane But I want you to hang out with me For a second And I want you to imagine Alan Davis as a Threative doctor yeah, I could see that. I, but like a straight-up comedic Doctor. I'm In my head, Russell is like, all right, we tried heavy drama with nine Temp is going to be comedy, 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 comedy. This world, I don't think Alan Davis, I don't think the Temp Doctor and Rose are as much of a thing, because I don't think Alan Davis is as handsome as David <laughs> Tennant. No offense to Alan Davis, but I do think that he's much more of a comedic take on the Doctor to a level that maybe people don't expect and are surprised. Although, you know, Alan Davis in 2005, really cute. He's got kind mm. of a cute boyish thing about him. Anyway, um, and there's this picture of him and another guy who's always in QI, and he's wearing this tie. It's like very loose and very poorly tied up. And it kind of makes me think like he would make a good Dr. character. Oh, it's the Odd Couple. He was in the Odd Couple. Mm. Uh, I sent you the picture. So you oh, yeah, see.
0: with Bill Bailey, yeah. Yeah, Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey, that's his name. So Who was, who was in Doctor that. Who uh, at, at one point. Was he? He's in uh, Doctor Widow the Wardrobe as one of the guys who, who transplants Dan into the into the forest to destroy the forest.
1: Huh. Doctor the Widow in the Wardrobe, an episode I have not seen. <laughs> I have not seen almost any of the uh, 11th Doctor Christmas specials, so that's going to be interesting. And my final pick which is really insane I and even as I'm about to say it, I, I don't fully believe it. It's Benjamin Walker. Now, I don't know if you know who this is. Not really. Benjamin no. Walker is an American actor Aide Abraham Lincoln oh, in Abraham Lincoln, him. Vampire Hunter. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah the okay. reason
1: why I choose him is because he was in the Broadway musical version of American Psycho. Funny enough, the London... Uh, version of the musical was Matt Smith, but he was in mm. the American one. And his portrayal of Patrick Bateman is kind of an exaggerated version of the uh, Christian Bale portrayal of the character, because mm. he's, on, he's on stage, he has to perform a little bit bigger and all that. But there's something about like the boyish charm and the weirdness of the character that I think if you took that and you directed it towards comedy, you would have a really good Temp Doctor. Now, he wouldn't have it because, again, he's American. But I mm-hmm. feel like I want you to look at him at this and also I think he would be really young. He would be like twenty five if he took the role. Mm-hmm. But I want you to picture that that face I just sent you telling Rose, like, I'm sorry, I can't I can't come back for you. Like that would work, right? That that's a face mm-hmm. you could see doing all the temptator things. And so I think Benjamin Walker would be a really interesting person to put on role. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are my picks. <laughs> uh now I kinda wanna see Alan Davis as a doctor. <laughs> That's what I really I study so make it happen. You know what they should do? They should do an episode where it's um you know, there's a comic book. A Batman comic book called um uh, a Batman comic book called Legends of the Dark Knight. You ever heard about it? And it's uh, basically
0: you. Oh, go ahead. Said vaguely, I've heard of
1: it. Yeah, yeah and it's basically—I think it was—or it's either a comic book or it was an episode of the animated series. It was basically like three kids telling stories about Batman, and yeah. each version has a different art style. So you got the Frank Miller Batman, and you got the Sixties Batman, all of that. Um, they should do that with the Doctor. They should have an episode where like three different actors play the Doctor. Like, yeah, let's give uh, th- let's give Jodie Whittaker a break, and here comes a story, an anthology story where it's like. Different actors playing the doctor, and you don't know which versions of the doctor they're supposed to be. But it's like, I just imagine, like, if you had an encounter with the doctor, maybe who you maybe if you had to describe him, who's to say you would have said he looks like David Tennant? Maybe in your head, he looks like somebody else, you know? I feel like Mm. that could be interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of interesting, um, so a couple of weeks ago. Oh, right. I was I was just hanging out hanging out doing my own thing, you know. And I got this email from I I thought it was fake, um this from a publicist, and they're saying, um, my client, he's he's in the sports casting business, and I said, Is this is this? And they said, Yes, it's him. And I said, Wow, um, what does he listen to us? And he said, Yes, he does. He's looking to launch his stand up comedy career and he's chosen you as the ideal platform. Oh my god! So, Michelle, I want you to I want you to stay calm, okay? Because you'll know exactly who this is. Okay, he's looking for career change. I couldn't believe he's just waiting to come in here. Um, please welcome Langley Crawford, the famous sportscaster now turned stand-up comedian. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, uh-huh. what's, uh-huh. what's going? What's going? What's going? You know me? Yeah, you know me. know Uh-huh. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you some jokes. I'm going to tell you some jokes, see? I'm going to tell you okay. some jokes. Okay. Okay. What do you get now? What, now listen to me. Now. What do you get now? What do you, what do you get? Okay? Uh-huh. If you cross a Dalek, I said a Dalek, with a dog, what do you get? What do
1: you get? A dog
0: lick? Very nervous postman. <laughs> it's the way I tell them folks. It makes a cat want to eat its own cream. Okay, let's move on here now. Okay, okay, ready for no joke? It's no joke. It's no joke. Okay, yeah, okay, you ready for no joke? Okay, I'm doing no joke. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. <sighs> there's two Cybermen. Okay, there's two Cybermen. Okay, okay, yeah, there's two Cybermen. First Cyberman says, "I'm hungry." Okay, he says, "I'm hungry. I'm famished." Oh. Second Cyberman, you know what he says? He says, "So am I. It must be launch time." Do you get it? Launch time. Launch time. Oh, launch God. time. We ourselves. Them it's a way to tell. Them. It's a way to tell. Them, okay, it's a way to tell. Them. Who you think British they...
1: people are getting this bit?
0: I don't know. They, they probably are because I'm very famous. Okay. What, and it's not a bit. It's a, it's a real thing. I'm a great performance. Michel, okay. Is, he's he's very he's very self conscious about this. Okay. He, he 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 hasn't done comedy before. Uh, right? uh, sorry, sorry. Please go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's another one. Here's another one for you. Okay. Okay. What What do you do? I said. What do you do? What do you do? When a Dalek runs over your foot. What do you the, do? I messed up the punchlines. I'm going to do it again. Okay. What time was it when... What time is it? I said, what time is it? Look at your clock. What time is it when a Dalek runs over your foot?
1: What time is it?
0: It's time to call the doctor. Oh.
1: That, that's a good one, actually.
0: <laughs> the way the way, I, the way I tell jokes, the way I tell jokes... It makes the Pope want to say Mass twice a week. Okay. 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 What do you get? So what do you get? If you cross the mighty of the holy Hadrojastic, Maxarionifo, and we say that again, what do you get? If you cross the mighty Jagrifice of the holy Hadrojastic, Maxarionifo, with peanut butter. Okay. What do you get? Uh Uh-huh. You get a monster. You get a monster. Please don't talk over my punchline. This is very rude. You get a... You got a monster that sticks to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Here's another one for you. Here's okay. For you. For you. How can you tell us the Dean is an alien? How? Because it's only got one eye. Galaxy <laughs> oh yeah, got one eye. For the <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Now listen to this one. Listen to this one. Listen this one. Okay, listen to this one. 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 Okay. Did you hear? I said, did you hear? About the time traveling cow? No. What about the traveling cow? Its name was Doctor Moo. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What is going on? I'm uh-huh. so lost. <laughs> uh huh. Let me tell this one. Let me tell this joke. Okay, listen to this joke. Uh huh. How do you get? So how do you get the mighty jackrabbits into a matchbox? How do you get one? I tell you, you take all the matches out first. Uh huh. Uh, uh michelle sorry i wanna sorry i' want what is i wanna i want a button here okay for a second mm-hmm. so yesterday I sent you by airmail doctor who the official annual two thousand seven do you have your copy there that i sent you what, what is it about? I, I do not well if you did you, you go to page twenty five and it says doctor ho ho what are you doing and okay. it, it, it's it's a it's a list of doctor who jokes okay but they're they're all there are all the jokes that, that langley has been telling us. <sighs> oh my what, what god. You, what what are you saying? Is a thief? Is a thief? Yeah. I mean, the first joke is how can you tell us an alien? Because it's only got one eye. That you just told us that. I, 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 didn't, say, I didn't say Oh that my I didn't say god. Anything, so. You call me a thief? Yeah. I come here. I come here. on, on my, my, my free time, you call me a thief? Yeah. Well well. Oh my god, Michelle, he's he's He's, oh, he just jumped out the window! He just, oh my he just god! Really, yeah.
1: Oh my god, that's that's terrifying! Oh, what a shame he, for he,
0: that sportscaster! Well, yeah, Langley Crawford. He was on um, he was on all those panel shows in the fifties. Like, let's make a quiz and right, uh huh. I, 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 I love those. Yeah, but it, it's kind of weird he do that. That he'd steal from you know. I I have a feeling that's that's not the last time we'll see him. I think he might come back again one day. Do oh, know, I hope so. Do you want know to so. know, you know more about the Doctor Who annual while I have it here? Um, uh, yeah, sure. Give me one depth. more joke. One more joke. One more joke or do you want to do a quiz? There's a quiz in here as well somewhere. Let's um, do a quiz. Okay. There's a personality quiz. Uh, I, there's two, I think. Uh, there's also a fat thing about the Creole team that I don't really care to look at. Um, okay. Let see. other there's personality quiz. So there's two. Um, I can't find the other one. Oh, yeah. So do you want to do, which companion would you be, or which alien are you most like? Which companion would I be? Okay, so this is, yeah, okay. So, I'm just picking a number, one, two, three, or four. Four. Okay. Are you always up for a new challenge, yes or no? No. No. Uh Uh-oh, here comes a Dalek. Do you attempt to talk to it, yes or no? No. Do you find other people confusing, yes or no? No. Are you good at cracking codes? Yes. Do you love discovering new things? Yes. Do you believe a dog is a man's best friend? No. You're most like Captain Jack. Shit. I Ooh. don't want to be like him. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Ooh. Steady on there, fella. Your swashbuckling devil-maker attitude only works if you're handsome and charming, too. That's rude. That's rude. Do you, do, rude. The other, <laughs> do, the, do, you do the other one? The, um, the monster Yeah, yeah. One? We'll do the I alien know. species one. Come on. Let's scroll through here again. Okay. Okay, so question one. If you could travel anywhere in space and time, where would you go? A, forward in time to see the end of the Earth. B, back in time to see the beginning of the Earth. C, forward to a time when you will rule the galaxy. Or D, back to a time when you were young and beautiful.
1: Two. B.
0: So back in time to see the beginning of the Earth. Yeah. Okay, That's one B. What kind of car would you most like to drive? A, something extremely powerful, but not necessarily flashy. B. Cars are bad for the environment. Besides, you can close your eyes and travel in your mind. C. Who needs a car when you can fly? Or D. A classic automobile updated with the latest gadgets. C. C. Okay, so that's 1B, one 1C. One 3. If you had the opportunity, what would you change about yourself? A. Get a bigger weapon. Steady on there. B. You'd like to open your own consciousness to be even more receptive to the wisdom of others. C you are perfect. It's everyone else who needs to change. Or D, get rid of those w- wrinkles around your eyes. B. B. So that's two B's and one C. Question four. How would you describe your ideal holiday? Something adventurous involving conquering a few small planets. B. A trip, a trip to an exotic place to see the way other people live. C. You can never take a holiday from the important job of being you. Or D, being pampered in a luxury health spa. D. T. Okay, so it's two Bs, one C, and one D. And question five. You've witnessed the end of the world as we know it. How do you feel? A, like rejoicing. B, sad for the things you'll never see again. C, what do you mean? How do I feel? What are feelings? And D, like eating chips. B. B. So that's three Bs. Mostly Bs. Why isn't benevolent. You're mostly at the face of Bo. Oh, uh, people. You can almost can inside their minds but do you really know yourself? Perhaps it's time you broke out the serious mold you made for yourself and have a little fun. It won't hurt the smile now and then. Very rude. Very rude, annual. Screw you. I'm having a lot of fun. Screw you. Um,
1: Technically, I got the same answer for both of these quizzes, right?
0: You you did. I'm trying to see who wrote this. Printed in Italy. Well, There's no credit author, so you can't by
1: the way, is that confirmed that the face of Bo is Captain Jack, or is that like.? It's a
0: throwaway line that kind of confirms i never really followed up. We'll, we'll get to that in a while, in a couple of months. Um, one more joke for you, and then we'll launch it into the, the end of this. Whew, okay. Um, yeah. What did Rose Tyler have for tea? What? An unidentified frying object. Oh my god. Oh so, my god. If you like um, any of the following things, if you like, okay, I'm going I'm to run with this. If you like Full Metal Analyst Brotherhood, you can check out Full can Metal, metal Analyst, Analyst Brotherhood. Listen, I'm going to do it again. If you like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, you'll love Full Metal Analysts. If you love the best episodes of the X Files, you'll love Condensed Truth. I remembered it this time. If you like Scooby Doo, you'll love Heavy Metal. If you like the MTV Movie Awards, you'll love Pascal and Popcorn. Um, and if you like games, you'll love this 3DS, How We Do It. We'll have a new episode out by now. Um, but, yeah. Um, we're comp- so, we can listen to – you can listen on pod- on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes, which is what I just said, on Spotify, on Google Play. Um, Find us Ash Potter Whocast. Um, you can find you at, um, at uh, Michelle Lachand. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a lot of things, if you put your mind to it. Next time, we're going to be doing it's been very exciting, uh, which is tour pos- tour podcast wood. Hmm. Um, that'll be
1: very fun, very exciting. I'm excited, I've never seen Torchwood before.
0: I've seen a couple episodes, but I've seen every single episode, um, which is exciting. But I think it's time, Michelle, if you want to get ready, because we're going to to bring someone else in. Not Langley Crawford. Um, Actually, before we do anything, I want to thank the people. I want to thank our guests, um, Nathan, Evie, Sam, and Peter for being around here. I want to thank you as well, Michelle, for being around here. Um, I think that was a good series that we did. Um, I think it was good. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to bring in now with us. And thank you as well to Langley Crawford's uh, publicist, Um, yeah, it didn't really work out out for us there, but maybe next time, if if he wants to come back and apologize, we can can work something out. Um, I'm going to bring in the Potter Who Cast Orchestra. Oh, Uh, yeah. So I gotta,
1: I gotta get on my feet for this.
0: Yeah. To sing, to sing us out, um, to play us out, it's Michelle O'Shant and the Potter Who Cast Orchestra with song for 10.
2: I woke up today and the world was a restless place It could have been that way for me And I wandered around and I thought of your face That Christmas looking back at me I wish today was just like every other day, cause today has been the best day, everything I ever dreamed. And I started to walk, pretty soon I would run, and I'll come running back to you. Cause I followed my star And that's what you are I've had a merry time with you Whoa! I wish today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day Everything I ever dreamed So have a good life, do it for me, make me so proud like you want me to be, wherever you are, I'm thinking of you, oceans apart, I want you to be. other side Our time will never come again But if you can still dream Close your eyes it will see That you can see me now and then Whoa I wish today was just like every other day Cause today has been the best day, everything I ever dreamed. I wish today was just like every other day. Cause today has been the best day, everything I ever dreamed.
0: It's a weird at home. It's a way at home. I see. It's a way at home. I'll get him. I'll get him back. I'll get him back. Call me a liar. Where, where am I? Beat you, cock. Where am I? Where, who are you? Shut up! No! 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 no.